This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, April 19, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. S&P has changed its posture on debt issued by the U.S. Treasury. U.S. debt hasn't been downgraded, but it could be if lawmakers are unable to control federal spending in the coming months and years. Mark Calabria is director of the Cato Institute's Financial Regulation Studies. He comments. Start with what S&P actually did, which was S&P did not downgrade the U.S. In terms of short term, they reaffirmed the current AAA rating, but downgraded the long term outlook. And there are a variety of potential outcomes to this. One would be if there actually is a downgrade eventually, the likely scenario would be interest rates would go up on treasuries. And because treasuries tend to be the basis, the benchmark for interest rates to the rest of the economy, you would see interest rates on about everything you know, your credit card, your mortgage, whatever would go up from a U.S. downgrade. And not based on uh, a change in the relative confidence of your ability to repay, but because con- contracts are written in such exactly. a way. Exactly. They're almost all benched mark off the Treasury, you know, is the standard. Uh, and it's quite common to see things priced in financial markets as a spread over Treasury. So Treasuries go up. You see these other costs go up as well, which, of course, makes borrowing more expensive, uh, you know, and also has a has a potentiality to depress asset values if you if these asset values are supported by borrowing, so it, it could be a drag on the economy. Uh, obviously, there's a broader question of if the downgrade reflects if a potential downgrade reflects a concern that we ultimately don't pay, then you might have a, a broader financial crisis. So the immediate would be interest rates go up, but the longer term would be that we actually default on our debt. Now. There are positives to this as well, and not the default necessarily, but a downgrade or even a warning for a downgrade can push the political consensus toward, you know, we need to do something about this. Uh, Now, I don't want to be overly optimistic. Uh, I do have some hope that the threat of a downgrade will get Washington to focus on deficit reduction. Um, But there's also the potentiality that you have a downgrade Washington carries forward, shrugs it off. So there's not a given that a downgrade forces um, forces the politicians in Washington to deal with the issue, but there is some hope of that as a potentiality. It seems that the agreement that exists now is something needs to be done, yes. which wouldn't change under a situation of a downgrade, but it might it have the uh, partisans digging in in terms of what their position is. We have to do this yes. now and even more than ever. It very much has so. And if you look at the S&P's analysis, one of the reasons for their lowering their outlook is because they actually feel like that the parties have dug in. I mean, this it's no coincidence that this came after both the vote on the Ryan plan and the president's, if you want to call it a proposal, after his major speech on the issue, which laid out very different, very stark choices. Uh, you know, the president's plan essentially was we're going to close the deficit by raising taxes. Uh, and Ryan's plan was essentially we're going to close the deficit by cutting spending. And a little, little bit of middle ground, but not a whole lot. Uh, and so one of the reasons that S&P lowered its outlook was its perspective that these differences made it less likely in the near term that we'll get any consensus. And actually, S&P went as far to say that they think there's very little, if any, chance of a budget deal before the 2012 elections. So a lot of this really depends on you know, who's going to be in the White House then. And of course, even if you have a, a different administration, a different Congress in two years, the time for these agreements to have an impact 
can be can be quite a lag. So I think a realistic reading, and I think this is what's driving S&P's decisions, are that we are years away from serious budget reform, and it's, it's, a need, it's needed yesterday. And yet, uh, S&P, uh, Moody's, Fitch, um, their opinions, their public statements about most creditors lags – uh, is it's it's like the ultimate display of conventional wisdom. It, oh, yes. it reflects information that has been made public for some time. And one could argue that they're lagging in this in this area too. I don't think anybody you know woke up in a while. You know the the U.S. has some bad budgetary problems. No, I mean that's pretty much conventional wisdom. So uh, I would agree even in this case. Uh, and it's even surprising that S and P. I mean, generally. You see one rating agency move before the others, but sometimes you see them move move together. So it is sort of surprising that Moody's has not been as aggressive on this. Uh, but I would very much say that I didn't hear S&P say anything that I found as surprising or even challenging to what the conventional wisdom on the long-term budget outlook is. Uh, I do think they, again, they picked a time where they thought the choices presented by the parties were at its starkest. Uh, in where they thought that it looked like there wasn't a – I mean, you can look at the Ryan plan, you can look at Obama's speech, and if you want to call it a plan, and not see a lot of commonality, not a room, not a lot of room for compromise. Uh, so I, and I, you know, I do think that it was triggered by that feeling that you weren't going to reach that compromise in anything in the, in the, in the near term. Something that, that ought to be a key question um, is the problem that we will be facing, uh, at least budget-wise, in, a, in the event of a downgrade – is higher borrowing costs, which even a small adjustment yes. in borrowing costs could mean hundreds of billions of new dollars that have to be immediately devoted to interest on debt. When, when you have uh, over $14 trillion in debt out there, yes, very small changes uh, in interest rates can, be, can add up a whole lot. I mean, because again, the base of what we've borrowed, uh, $14 trillion, even basis points. I mean, you don't even really need to be a full percentage point. Uh, I think it's a commonly accepted that if you did see a downgrade from AAA to AA, you would see borrowing costs go up by at least a percentage point. But we don't even need to get there before you really start to add into the hundreds of billions added onto interest payments. So you are looking at potential long-run scenarios where a very significant port of the federal budget simply goes to service debt. And at some point, that that's becomes unserviceable. One of the rationales for the for the downgrade was a comparison of essentially the U.S.'s debt to GDP to other sovereigns that carry a AAA, like Canada and other countries. So there are a handful, about six or seven other countries that have AAA ratings, and they are compared to each other. And one of the comparisons that is made is how much of a debt-GDP ratio do you have? Now, Moody's has been also explicit that they essentially give the U.S. a little more wiggle room than they do other countries. Part of that reason is the dollar is viewed as the international currency that, you know, you might run away from the Canadian dollar, you might run away from the yen, uh, which Japan is the only country with a higher debt to GDP ratio in the developed world than the U.S. But the U.S. has avoided it, uh, a downgrade in its outlook, whereas other countries have got, like Britain, have gotten a downgrade quicker, again, because we are viewed as the, the safe haven, the world currency, if that changes, we will lose a lot of that wiggle room. So one, we are being held somewhat to the same standards as other countries, but we're given a lot more uh, leeway. Uh, and I think that leeway will probably continue for a little bit further, but ultimately it's unsustainable. 
Mark Calabria is director of the Cato Institute's Financial Regulation Studies. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.